Well, good day and welcome. And thank you for joining me today on this podcast, Business Building the Exciting Way. I'm Kathy Craig with Exciting Windows, and with me today is my special guest, Debbie, Debbie Green of Minutes Matter Studio, and we're going to be discussing today something very, very important in uh, our business success. It's all about attitude. And Debbie, I know this is one of your favorite topics, one of mine too, so I think we've got some exciting things to share, and uh, we're looking forward to um, spending this time together with you. Well, thank you very much, Kathy, and I'm excited to be here today and to share my thoughts with you. Attitude is one of my absolute favorite things. You know, in fact, it impacts everything we all say and do. And as we go through this session, you guys will probably think, boy, I've never thought so much about attitude in all of my life. But you need to. Every day when you get up, you should think, I'm going to be happy today. And change your attitude. It's all about us. We have the power and the control to change our attitude. The things that we'll be discussing today, I would say probably 99% you've heard before. But the thing I want you to take away from our time together is that I want you to be optimistic and a positive attitude at all times. That will make your business and change your business like you'll never, you won't believe. Especially when I into the session. Improving your attitude could be, well, no, it couldn't. It, it will be the single most important thing you do for your business. But you'll see a change in attitude doesn't just happen by chance. It, it requires work, and it requires you to rethink and reevaluate yourself. And a lot of people don't take the time to do that. So I'm hoping after today you guys will take some time to look deep into yourself and see how you really respond to others. One thing that I'm good about is acting better than I feel. My sister once told me that Jerry and I could be getting a divorce and, and no one would know. She wouldn't even know. My sister, my own sister, wouldn't even know. When I evaluated that and I thought, at that moment, I thought, wow, I am a master at acting better than I feel. Because I knew she was right. My employees, when I earlier in my business, I had employees at a time. And I, they would come to work, and they maybe if they've had a bad day, I always knew. Hardly any of them. I would say out of all of them, maybe one could act better or did. They all could act better than they feel, but only one did. And But they would never know. No matter what happened to me in my personal life, they would. I could have had a terrible night with one of my sons or a day. They would never know. Only if I decided to tell them. I know some of you are going, oh, wow, Debbie is really just keeping up a front here and but no I think there's a time and a place to share things with people and if you bring down your workplace or you bring down your clients by a bad attitude and you've always so sad and that that will get you nowhere and it will also leave a very bad taste in productivity or not a bad taste in your clients 
That is not something you want to do. So I want, uh, every day now, I get up and I know that I want to be happy, you know, and I control that. I am. I'm going to be happy. Kathy, are you good at acting better than you feel? <laughs> well, funny you should ask that as a matter of fact. <laughs> you know, we have all, I think, been around people who kind of wear their day on their sleeve, mm -hmm. and you kind of bump up against them, and then they just, it's like that little storm cloud over their head, and when you come into their presence, you it affects you, and it affects the way you think and the way that you feel, and I absolutely don't want to be that kind of a person. And so I would say 100%, yes, I am good at acting better than I feel. And a lot of times I, um, we have said many times around exciting windows, and, and I'm sure people have heard this before, if you act enthusiastic, mm -hmm. you right. will begin to think enthusiastic, and if you think enthusiastic, then you will be enthusiastic, and that enthusiastic, positive, happy attitude we absolutely have the power to create for ourselves. But it, you, but it does take work. Right. It does, and it and you have to keep focusing back because you could dwell on bad things all day long, and guess where you'd be? Back in just that same the added mental attitude of where you were, and you don't want to be there, you know. And I don't want everyone to think on uh, on the call today that we're not entitled to a bad day because you are. Everybody is going to have a bad day. I have bad days. You have bad days. But you know what? There's always such a refreshing thing. Tomorrow's a new day, so you can wipe your slate clean every day, and you can have another day today. And that is that gives me hope when I know that tomorrow's a brand new day. I love that. So you can train yourself to be positive. Like Kathy said, it's all in our mind, and we absolutely have the control. We have a choice every day. We, yeah. we do. You get up and you decide. You can make everybody miserable, or you can make everybody happy. Because you, you can change. It's a domino effect. Some time ago, I was reading one of my favorite authors, and he's my mentor, Jeffrey Gittimer. And if you haven't been to his website, it's Gittimer.com. It's G-I-T-O-M-E-R.com. He is a kind of in-your-face marketing guy, but he knows all about people. And some people can't hardly listen to him because he just he's always on the customer side, always. Customers always right, and I know at Exciting Windows that's what you guys believe too. The customers <laughs> always right, so the, you would go right along. You would love his philosophies, and you love that. I love Jeffrey Gittimer, as a matter of fact, and, and okay. he is. He, first of all, he's funny, and he mm -hmm. tells it like it is, and I really appreciate that about him. He is. He's in your face. He sure is. Uh, not long ago, I saw. I was. Re I read daily. Every single day, I read. And he had in one of his easings smile this smile and move logo. Well, it was very odd looking, but it looked so happy, and it was bright green, and I love green. And I thought, ooh, let me go look at that. So I went on to the website. I clicked and went on to the website, and I love the founder's philosophy. The smile and belief, a uh, smile and move belief goes like this: If we want to matter and to be happy. We want more freedom, more flexibility, more responsibility, more, or more money. We need to give to those. Here, here's the 
into my office, one of the first things that they say is, this, off, this place is <laughs> so you, from the artwork on the walls and to the colorful nature of it. And I actually, you know, I love what I do. And um, I, when you were talking about smiling and moving, the one thing that stood out to me when it said, um, being thankful for our opportunities and the people and for the occasional chance we have to be on the path to serve. And what yes. made me think of that, because sitting on my desk, framed, um, I'm a little bit of a closet creator. I have a little artistic bent, and there's a collage <laughs> that I made. And in it is some words. I didn't write them myself. I saw them, and they were really motivating to me. And it goes essentially like this. And I read this every single day when I sit at my desk, when I, whoever, when I go to talk, whenever I just see it. And it says, use my work today to spread love, 
in service of the healing of the world, to minister to human hearts, to bring more love into the universe, use the power that is within me and not of me to enlighten my life and the lives of others. And I am so fortunate to get to work with the most incredible um, window fashion professionals throughout the United States, both within my own organization and with people like you and within our industry as a whole. And I, I just um, feel so privileged to get to serve and in grateful. that. And it helps grateful. my attitude mm -hmm. every single day to think when a problem comes along or a challenge, that the way I respond to it either brings more love into the world or the opposite. <laughs> exactly. 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 You make a difference. You make mm -hmm. and being in a leadership role, whether it be an entrepreneur or a speaker like what we're doing, we influence people. We have that ability and we need to use it wisely and we do. That's a big challenge for us or a big uh, opportunity. Well, even as well, a business owner, you know, for uh, for uh, within our customers, when you go into someone's home and serve them, uh, I mean, you bring that attitude and that, you influence mm -hmm. that situation. You influence their life, and what a privilege that is! It is to get to it have is. that positive influence in someone's home. Well, and that's part of what we're going to talk about later, Jeffrey. On um, one of the books that he writes, we're going to talk about that too, because you certainly do. That's you're exactly right. Now, as we've gone through that, a little bit of the smile and move, let's talk about some things that change our attitude. So this is a little bit on the downer side. But, Kathy, don't you think now that Americans seem to have no tolerance for their fellow peers anymore? It just it grieves my soul to think about the impatience that we have. It's just terrible. It seems like we're getting irritated easier than ever before. It's all because we've allowed ourselves to let circumstances dictate how we act and feel. We never should allow circumstances to change how we treat others. Uh -huh. Another one of our, my favorite quotes is, don't let them rent space in your head. Now, you have, to let, you have to ponder on that for just a minute and think about it and soak in, let it soak in. But that means if you let someone else that is a downer to you or trying to have negative thoughts injected into your body or mind, then you've let them rent space in your head. So when somebody says something that's careless and hurtful, you, you don't need to let that trickle down and be a domino effect to someone else because that's usually what happens is it's a domino effect. In turn, you treat some, you say something hurtful to someone. Take a minute to let that soak in. And basically what I'm saying is don't wait I love the saying, I would rather be an optimist and be wrong than a pessimist and be right. I love that because I, I, am, I am wrong some of the time, but I don't look at it. I don't look at the glass as half full. I mean, I look at it as half full, not half empty. So, you know, I don't, I sometimes am wrong because I'm optimistic about things, and I'm, I'm glad I'm that way. I would rather be that way than the other way. So I think optimistic people make better business people, better employers, better friends, better spouses, and best of all, they're happier. 
I don't know that anyone that would want to get up in the morning and say, I don't want to be happy today. Do you know of anybody that would want to do that, Kathy? <laughs> well, <laughs> if they do, I certainly don't want to be around them. <laughs> I certainly don't want to be around them. You know, anxiety comes to us in all different all, at all different times in all different ways. And it can manifest itself in so many different forms. In, the, in our industry, it's usually a result of a product not being shipped on time, a client placing unrealistic demands on us, mechanical trouble, computer not working like it should, or maybe something as simple as improper planning. So let's discuss some of these actual examples of obstacles you might encounter that will most likely affect your attitude. In other words, you might not act like the person you want to be. Being prepared and thinking a task all the way through is the first step in preventing anxiety before it appears. I believe there's a solution to every single problem. And I know some people are probably thinking, Debbie, you're just living in the bubble world. Well, no, no, I really, there is. Because if you don't have that block in front of you, you can think it may not look and turn out like you thought it was going to, but, you know, that's part of being open to a different thought process or somebody else's ideas instead of your very own. So the more planning you do, the less anxiety you will feel and the better your attitude will be. So one of the first things is not having enough money. At the end of the month, if you don't have enough money, that can cause a lot of stress, especially in a business. Don't you <laughs> <Amen>. think? Amen. <laughs> I think, and, you know, I think and we've that all felt change, that. Yes, I think we all have. And, and by planning, that can help. The best prevention for this is to create a budget for your business. Gail Doby and I taught a session for designers. It was called Quick Start for Designers. During the session, we discussed the importance of taking time to create a budget. A lot of you are probably shaking your heads and going, yeah, 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 thinking, I know, I need to do that, and I'll get around to it. Maybe next year I'll do it. Believe me, the first year you sit down and actually do a budget for your business, you'll feel free as a bird flying in the air. A budget will give you a road map to where you think you are going, to where you want to go, and what you need to do to work on for next year. Some of you are thinking, I don't know where to begin, but for those of you that have QuickBooks, they have, it has a budget feature inside of Quick, QuickBooks. It actually, if you've been using QuickBooks for a couple of years, it actually will set up your budget, your first budget for you based on your chart of accounts that you've already been using. So, and then you simply go through each account and adjust figures for each month or use the copy feature that's in QuickBooks and automatically fill in the months with the same figure. So it, it may not be exactly right the first year you do it, and you can go back and you can edit the figures as you're going. But starting, you might as well start somewhere. You know, and if you never start anywhere, then you'll never have a budget. But having a planned budget will certainly almost certainly guarantee that you'll have more profit at the end of the year because you have that roadmap you're working with. For example, we were doing a budget for Minutes Matter. Oh, 
because it's not just a one-time thing. Another area is keeping your desk organized. These are just little things. This one is, now the money thing was a big one, but keeping your desk organized. This is goes with everything, whether it's your vehicle, whether it's your house, whether it's your desk. All of what I'm about to say has about keeping it clean, keeping it organized. When you have paper stacked up and you have a mess, let's just call it a mess, it add stress or what we call friction in your mind. And when I read this a long time ago and about friction, I thought that is exactly what I feel. I never knew that there was a term and people had always analyzed, you know, this has been analyzed for years. But friction is a distraction. So say that you are in your house and you see a bag of trash that needs to be taken out, but you're in a hurry and you don't do it. And you walk around it for the whole day. But every time you walk around it, you see it. That's friction. It causes your mind to stop. Once it causes your mind to stop, then you're distracted. Then you can't focus on what you need to focus. So by keeping your desk clean, keeping it organized, keeping it neat, it helps you have a great attitude. Friction makes it just is gnawing at you constantly. So if you have a lot of things that are not organized, you're going to have a lot of friction in your life and you're going to have that's going to be gnawing at you and it's going to, it's going to really help or prevent you from having the attitude that you really could have. Think if you were really powerful with a great attitude. So work on that. We are creatures of habit and we have all become or we have all come to accept our shortcomings. Oh, well, we'll get to that later. Or I'm just not an organized person. You don't have to because this is going, that friction will just keep eating at you. So depending on how bad of shape your desk is in, take some time, get it organized, and make it a habit that you will not walk out of your office without your desk being clean and straight. It's is there one of us that wouldn't love to walk into an office and to into our office and see a totally clean desk? Who wouldn't want that? Everything put in the place, put in its place, and you know you pull out this stuff. Fabrics that day, you see that it's all that's in that stack. This is in that stack. So, Kathy, have you ever heard of the clean sink theory? <laughs> well, it's actually funny that you should bring that up because I live amongst some teenagers, <laughs> as a matter of fact, and I'm going to tell you what I think the clean sink theory is that in my kitchen, <laughs> if there's absolutely nothing in my sink and a teenager comes along and, you know, pulls out the spoon to eat out of the ice cream container or gets a glass of water, if the sink is full of dishes, they'll just add right to it and walk away and never think about it, but if it's clean, they're just as likely to stack it in the dishwasher. So that's that's my theory of the clean sink. I'm not sure if that's exactly what you had in mind, but well, there's um, a there's a lady called the Fly Lady that's written. I mean, she has a website on this thing. So guys, Google clean sink, just that, and you'll see the Fly okay. Lady on there. And it's kind of a, when you think about it, you're thinking, oh, good grief, you know. But there is some 
psychology to that. You know, there's just a philosophy to it that you think, oh, if you think a little deeper, then she scrubs the sink with uh, bleach. I mean, it's shiny. And so when you walk into the kitchen, it is always a picture-perfect look. I mean, it's everything's in its place. Everything is shining, especially the sink is extremely clean. I even, and I had been doing this for years before I ever read that, I take a paper, if I wipe my hands with a paper towel, I take the paper towel, wipe out the sink so there's no water drops in it. Do you do that, Kathy? Ooh, Debbie, you're kind of scaring me now. (laughs) (laughs) But I do. I have always done it. And she even talks about it. Evidently, there's more of me than I knew. (laughs) So I thought, that is so Figure out what you should have figured out at the beginning. 
Because when we procrastinate on doing something just like this, it doesn't go away. It's still there, only we're in, in terrible duress doing it this time. And to beat all, we've got to pay more money to do this. So if you're wondering how I know about this, I've had to walk down this tunnel of shame a couple of times. And you would think, you know, once you do it, you should implement a system and prevent it from ever happening again. And now I have one. I have, within 48 hours, I order all products. We order, we make it a habit. And Jerry is excellent at that. He is excellent. He gets that, he gets the deposit, and he instantly goes to making purchase orders and getting the things ordered right away. So I love that. He's, you know, he does even better than I do about it. I'll wait up to my 24, <laughs> my 48 hours. So, but that's a simple, you know, that doesn't cost any extra money. And you know what else? It, you still have to do it. That's what's so bad, is you still, sometimes hardware, we put off because we've got to figure out whether you do it six weeks earlier or you do it when it's a week away. It still has to be done. It still has to be done. All the research, whatever you've got to do, still has to be done. So don't put off things like that because what they do is create terrible anxiety. And, and let's just venture to say, Kathy, do you think you'd have a good attitude at that point or a bad attitude? I think uh, that feeling, that sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach is something we all know and mm -hmm. not what we want. Absolutely not what we want. That's right. That attitude in the making. Exactly. And it's going to come out. It's going to spill out everywhere. Uh, so all you have to do is commit to do this every time. And don't deviate. Don't deviate from your system. If Then your system breaks down. So as soon as you get a, a job, you stop and you get it ordered. You set time on your calendar. If you need to set two hours aside to get everything ordered because part of it's got to be researched to find out, then that's what it takes because you won't have that stress. You don't have it at the beginning. You have it at the end. Another cause for friction or anxiety is software technology. I know a lot of you are shaking your heads in agreement. Oh, my goodness. Computers, love-hate relationship. I've spoke with so many people, and they're frustrated. And you know what they all have in common? It's, it's knowledge. They all have, it's, well, it's really the lack of knowledge. They don't have the knowledge for, the, for technology or computers. But once you have the knowledge, then tasks can become so much easier, and you're not stressed. If it takes you an hour to do something that should have taken five minutes, that's stressful to you, and that's an anxiety and a friction creator, and we don't need that because, again, all of these things change our attitude. The good news is there's several solutions to prevent this problem. With technology moving at lightning speed these days, getting educated and gaining knowledge is easier than ever before. Kathy, I have to pause here. Do you think technology, this technology thing, is going to die or slow down? <laughs> um, well, 
I think absolutely not. It is the wave of the future. We see this every single day. Technology, the Internet, websites, electronic communication. It is the way we keep in contact with each other. It's the way our customers have come to expect to keep in contact with us. It's the way that they find us, the way that they reach us. It is, it's something that, we, I mean, we can fight it and resist mm -hmm. it every step of the way, but in, within exciting windows, that, that feeling of overwhelm that, first of all, technology is a lot of the reason I think people know and love you, Debbie, because you've taken a creative industry and um, helped bring technology and automation into it. For us, We've done, uh, you know, we hope to fill a gap, but it can be overwhelming. Yes, it can. When you, but you, you know like what? don't know what you're doing. I know, but you, you don't eat an elephant all at once, one bite at a time. That's how you eat. You, need, you can only do this this week, but where do you want to be next year? Where do you want your business to be next year? So you have to take steps to get there. And, okay, today I learned how to do this. Or this week, I learned how to do this. Then you look back, and that's conquered. That fire is put out forever. So, no, you're right, Kathy. Technology's moving at about a breakneck speed. Every day you wait, you get a day further behind. You know, like I said, where do you want your business to be next year? Guys, really, really think about that and put time into learning technology because some of you have done well and you're moving and you're embracing it and that's great and I applaud you for that. But the ones of you that need to, it's still not too late. So just pick up yourself and say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it now. And we'll talk at the end. Kathy, remind me to give everybody the name of our, our seminar that we did and that they can purchase and that will help them about computers too at the end. We'll talk about that. In our industry, you have the ability to join webinars, which a lot of industries don't have that. We have really embraced the webinar technology so that you can use and learn so much more without even traveling. It's fabulous. You can use help menus and software. You can use forums. If you guys don't know how to use forums, that's a huge benefit. I use forums all the time, post questions. I certainly don't mind calling and or asking on a forum because that's how I learn. I don't know I didn't know everything. I am not a genius at all. A lot of people say, Oh gosh, well, you know, I have an average IQ. I just I had B's in high school, and I tried very hard. If I didn't try very hard, I probably would have had D's and C's. But I tried really, really hard. I got some A's. But so it's just that I try hard. That's the only difference in me and someone else. It, and I wanted technology. I think if you want it, you can have it. You can have whatever you want, or you can learn whatever you want to. So take advantage of all the help things and seminars that are out there. I ask a lot of people in regards to our Minutes Matter Studio, our drag and drop design software, would you rather spend, uh, listen to this, would you rather spend 45 minutes doing a rendering for a client or would you rather spend two hours? What would you say, Kathy? 45 uh, minutes or two hours? Shorter is better <laughs> you have a great looking outcome. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But you know how you could spend 45 minutes as opposed to two hours? The only way is if you're going to join studio our webinars or watch our tutorial. 
do you think you're going to know all of the shortcuts that I know if you don't watch some of, if you didn't watch our tutorials or join our webinars? No. We developed a software based on the industry, but also we in, we put in place so many shortcuts and things tools to help you design faster. So, of course, Everybody on the call is going to agree with you, Kathy. I think 45 minutes is going to be much more appealing to everybody. So, you know, knowledge just doesn't jump into your head. We all wish we did. We wish we could be like bewitched, Samantha, and quit your nose, and, you know, and we just have the knowledge. And if, or, or if I could touch your forehead and just pass it on. I would love to do that, but that's not the way it works. So today, why don't you take time, or after the call, take time, to put on your calendar, and, and it's your learning time, whether it's three hours a week, every single week you should make time to learn, to challenge I have. Can I and give you a quick sure. little example of something like that that's happened um, that I have come in contact with directly in working with business owners? Um, we have a, an intranet system, a contact management system within Exciting Windows that we provide as part of our um, membership, our network membership. But there is definitely a learning curve that comes along with that. But we find that those business owners amongst us who take the time, who actually learn how and input the information and enter it and keep track of things, next thing you know, bing, out of it comes management reports that track leads and zip codes and sales and average rate. So many reports so that they can manage their business so much more quickly than going through a handwritten calendar and adding up and which usually doesn't happen you just don't do it but it takes the it takes time up front to go through the learning curve to make your life more simple in the long run down the line and you know another thing it's cloud computing as well which i'm going to mm -hmm. be having seminars on that the cloud com because you can log on Anywhere, yep. anytime, on any yep. computer. And yep. that is fabulous. You always have that information right at your fingertips. So that is a, that's a great example, Kathy. So if you're frustrated because you have trouble with technologies or computers, your attitude is going to reflect that. See, it's just because you're not, you're, and because you're going to be frustrated because you can't find things quickly. And or if you're getting on it, you're getting on it at the last minute and trying to do it, and you procrastinate it, then your attitude's going to reflect all of that. As you can see from some of these examples that I've shared, every problem has a solution. If you can't find a solution that someone else has created, then you have to create one yourself. And you can. There is a. I really believe it. I know I've said this earlier, but that I think a lot of people. I didn't realize that a lot of people don't believe that, but probably I'm talking to the, um, you know, because you guys being entrepreneurs probably believe that more than most people do, but I've seen some entrepreneurs that don't follow that philosophy. You can also see how your attitude is affected by just everything you encounter. I mean, like I said, one minute. You can be on top of the world, and the next minute someone say something or you get a call from a client that upsets you, and it can go quickly. So when you're happy and organized, 
then our attitude is optimistic and our creative juices can flow. If we're upset and frustrated, then your attitude is poor and you're short with people. Anxiety is high and it's generally not a good mindset for anyone to be in any time. You know, the worst thing is that your, your creative juices are stifled and that is certainly not something we need in our business. When I see a fire blazing, that means a problem, something like I didn't order the hardware on time, I stop and I take time to put out that fire forever. And then, guess what? That problem's gone forever, just like with your the contact management software that Exciting Windows has. That is something, you don't have to relearn that. It's a one-time thing, it's done. It's off your list. Let's think about the analogy of an iceberg. This was so amazing to me. And I, it's, I mean, you just know it after I say it, but it was just, you know, I hadn't thought, I hadn't read it before. Only 10% of an iceberg is exposed. We all know that, while 90% remains below the water. Let's say that the 10% of an iceberg represents skills and knowledge, which is visible to everyone. This is the kicker. While the 90% under the, under the water is represents your values, standards, judgments, motives, ethics, beliefs, and those aren't visible to others. Your behavior is the 10% above the water. However, the 90% below the water is impacted by your attitude. And it, it overflows and people see, experience that. So the 90% really runs how we are, it drives how we act. Isn't that powerful? I'm just like, oh, wow. Under the water, what people don't see is how we act to other people. But they don't see that. They can't see our ethics and our standards and our values and our judgments and our motives. They can't see any of that. We can have hidden motives. We can have all these different agendas. So I, I thought that was really powerful about the 90% under the water is what drives you. Well, you've heard that saying, well, that's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> you know, your attitude mm -hmm. is down below, and what comes out and what you do is just the tip of the iceberg, but it's mm -hmm. absolutely the foundation I know. of what comes it, out is so much sure more is. down below. And I know a lot of you guys get my e-zines, and you know that I'm a, I've already mentioned Jeffrey Gittimer before, and I love how he approaches life and business. Like I mentioned in the analogy of an iceberg, your attitude is shaped by invisible things that others can't see. Jeffrey wrote a book, and I have, almost, I think, almost every one of his books, The Little Teal Book of Trust. It's one of my favorite books that he's written. It will change your attitude. After you read this book, have you? Do you have that, Kathy? Yes, I do. I absolutely do. I'm a big reader, and I do have. That. Oh my gosh, that was just. I mean, all of the things that he said are so true, but he brings it these simple truths that you already know. He just brings them to the top of your mind and out in the light, and you start thinking about them, and you go, "Wow!" So if you're open and take the time to meditate on these truths, they will begin to change you, and you will start to act and say things differently. And it's what we're talking about is with your relationship, especially with your clients, too. But, I mean, he talks a lot about your family and the clients, but...
trusted advisor. Do you guys talk about that in Exciting Windows, being a trusted advisor? Absolutely, absolutely. That Know me, like me, trust me. I think you're going to talk mm -hmm. about that in a little bit. Yes, I, you know I am. If I'm talking trusted about this advisor, book, I'm going to talk yep. about that. Mm -hmm. Becoming a trusted advisor just doesn't happen overnight. Trust, listen to this, trust cannot be asked for. It must be earned. Here's some quotes from his book. Invest your lifetime in building trust. Now, he, he's talking invest your lifetime. That, that's powerful. Spend not, not one minute in putting trust in jeopardy. It is far too painful to overcome or rebuild the loss. It's huge. When, when a client loses trust in you, ever, ever. You don't, you can't, and they'll tell people too. So don't, what you say you're going to do, do what you say you're going to do, always with the client. I, I, I just love that. I think about that, for if you think about that for a minute and realize the power of that statement, it's your integrity and belief in yourself that you're putting at risk. Kathy, every time we fail to keep a promise, I feel like a little piece of our goodness and pureness dies. I know I'm putting you on the spot, but what happens to you inside when you don't keep a promise or you let someone down? And everybody on the call, I'm not perfect, Kathy's not perfect, we, you know, but we really try hard to keep our word and make people trust us, or have, not make people trust us, earn the trust of people. So Kathy, tell me. Well, it's interesting that you would word it like that, you know, that a little piece of our goodness dies. And I know it, for my own self, when I feel like I have let somebody down, um, it's not really... It's not really a feeling. It's not something that's in my head. You know, mm -hmm. your head, mm -hmm. it can rationalize and it can judge and it can say, well, I did this because and I was justified right. in doing this. It's something that is in your heart. Yep. And and your heart knows. And what happens when that that's when, that, when you say that little part of your goodness dies, goodness. Mm -hmm. In your heart, you know, when you feel bad, and then if you stay there or you let that take root, um, I think what happens then is that you begin to, um, I don't, you create more of that. You're, you're yes. cultivating oh, more totally. of that you it multiplies. don't want. It makes it easier to do it again. Mm -hmm. So it's not worth, it's just so not worth it. You know, we all make mistakes, and we all yeah. let people down. We all do. But, yes. but yes. when we sit quietly in our heart of hearts, we know that that trust and, um, is something to be given a value. high, high yes. regard mm -hmm. and value and respect. Mm -hmm. And protected. And that's my next thing that I wanted to say. You know, I protect my integrity with everything I have. I try to protect it with everything I have, and I think you do too. So I work hard at doing whatever I tell someone I'm going to do, even if it's a little thing. Even if it's a little thing, I try, you know, you every little thing you do, because it does, it eats away, and a little piece of your goodness dies and your pureness. And, and, it, and it may be a little bitty speck, but still, you keep pulling away at it, you keep pulling it and killing it. Pretty soon, what have you got? You know, I don't want to do that. 
I really try to protect that. Jeffrey, the, he has a longer version. I cut it down, kind of like Kathy. Uh, this is what the in one of the startling statements in his book were. In fact, it was one of the, I guess, the big aha moments in his book of that book, the little teal book of trust. If they like you, and they believe you, and they have the confidence in you, and they trust you, then they may buy from you. So I shorten it. So I can say it fast to myself. I'm, you know, minutes matters my name, so I have to say that every time I do. <laughs> so I'm. This you're is all my, about the green, you know. Minutes I'm matter. All, <laughs> so if they know, like, and trust you, then they may do business with you. Now, isn't that easier to say? I think I should write Jeffrey because <laughs> I think it says the same thing. I don't know why he has to put that many words in there. So I don't know. But he says, I feel know me, yeah. like me, trust me, pay me. You're not going to pay me. amazed you'll just know and you just because if you if you do the wrong thing that goes against your voice then you know what you feel bad about yourself but if you go ahead and do what you are called to do it's amazing how your attitude totally changes you feel good about yourself and that's all about what we're talking about today feeling good about the decisions that you make how you treat people it's it's a whole the whole ball of everything putting it all together I think that in this fast-paced world, we've forgotten what really matters. When you internalize these core beliefs, like these we've discussed today, your, your business life will change as well as your personal life. You know, I'm never, I'll never be too old or too smart to learn something new. You'll notice that you have more energy. You'll stand a little taller. You'll have a little more pep in your step. And he also, theory, and that's, if you have a seed, everyone knows, if it doesn't go in the ground, doesn't have sunshine, doesn't have water, it's not going to grow. It's not going to grow, and it takes time. It's kind of going back to learning software or computers. It does take some time to grow the corn if you have a seed to grow it has to have all those elements, but it still takes time. And the knowledge that you need or the education, it's not going to just jump in your head. So the law of the farm applies to software or technology as well. So you can't skip, you can't leave out the sun, you can't leave out the water, you can't skip any of the steps in the learning process either of your software or technology. Or if you do, you're not going to reap any harvest. 
And I know a lot of you are thinking, okay, I know, I know, I've heard a lot of these things that we've talked about today. But there's a difference in hearing and there's a difference in applying what you've heard and internalizing. You have to internalize this attitude. Right now, all clients want to make every purchase a safe one. That means they'll rely on companies or brands they know and trust. And I've actually heard a lot of my clients say something about that. I mean, it's so eerie to hear them say something that encompasses that very thought. I, I thought that was so odd that they're kind of saying that without me, you know, I that some of them have kind of alluded to that very same thought process. The word is so important, or that word is so important, it's the foundation of how you feel about yourself, and it determines how successful you'll be. For instance, if you send out an easing on a regular basis and give your clients free decorating advice, then they'll begin to look to you as a trusted advisor, a go-to person. That is how business is changing today by having these trusted advisors. Jeffrey Gittimer, for example, he gives out so much knowledge and it's free. He doesn't charge you to get his e-zines every week. Have you ever, well, you paid for his books, Kathy, but you've never paid for any. You get a lot of advice other than just his book. So it's amazing how much, but you've never paid a dime, have you, Kathy? No, and I get it delivered right into my email. Yeah, you know, the right motivator, there. the daily. Yep, I, I get it. I get I, all I get of it, it too because it makes a I difference. Do. It does, and I mean you can skim over it, and and then if it's if it looks like something that's of big interest to you, then stop and read it. If you give yourself an hour every day to read, you will definitely further yourself in your business, in the administrative part of your business, in the marketing well, this, part of your business. This concept that you're talking about, Debbie. I mean, you do it too. You put out newsletters and information to the window fashions industry. We do mm -hmm. it also with Exciting Windows. We have a business building digest. We do it for uh, the consumer, our business owners, um, from their email to all of their past customers, all of their contacts, if they learned the technology and how to put it into that database. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and, and email and newsletter goes out regularly. They don't even have to think about it. It's an amazingly wonderful thing so that so that you can become a trusted advisor. You're giving something for free. And that's so important now. And because that's when they're ready to purchase, when they're ready to purchase, guess who they'll come to? Yep. That trusted advisor. That's exactly right. And you have to do it without that. Uh, you know, when I share my knowledge with you guys, I, I don't do it for an under, you know, an ulterior motive. I don't. I share because I love to share, and I, I love, I, I don't know, I just love that. And, and I guess, I think ulterior motives can kind of, well, they'll be exposed. I think they will be exposed. If you're not genuine in what you're trying to do, I think you'll be exposed for that. So you want to be genuine. So here's some things you must do to earn trust. You've got to tell the truth. This is the number one element. This is from Jeffrey's book. Tell the truth. This is the number one element of trust in relationships. Once truth has been violated, trust evaporates and may never return. Deliver what you promise. People hope and expect do what you say you'll do. 
This is a test for being reliable and trustworthy. Communicate in a timely manner. Rapid response shows you are responsible on top of it and that you care. Whoa, that you care. See, that means that you've taken them under your... It's not just all about the money. Bring value beyond your product or service. What you do to help others be more successful will be a true reflection on your character. Be on time. Being on time shows you respect the others, the other person's time. It also proves your reliability. Let me leave you with a few final thoughts in closing. Here's some quotes from people. Edison said it best, life's greatest feats, the world's greatest discoveries, his own fantastic inventions were 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. Wow, that is so true, isn't it? <laughs> yesterday, here's another one, yesterday is history, tomorrow's a mystery, today's a gift, and that's why we call it the present. Yeah. Roman, from the Bible, Romans 5, 3 through 4, we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulations pr produce perseverance, and perseverance character, and character hope. Problems give us the ability to hang on and that ability changes who we are. When our character is permanently molded by the trial, we are stronger, and the end result is hope. This is another one. Those who have never made a mistake usually work for those who have. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> Don't you think that's kind of, I thought, that's probably true. <laughs> Because we well, all, if we've never made a mistake, hello. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. Oh. Work is doing it. Discipline is doing it every day. Diligent is doing it well every day. It all starts with work. Oh, my. That's so true. All of these things mold our attitude. And you can see attitude is the essence of who we are. When you're joyful, happy, and positive, you pass it along to others. In other words, attitude's contagious, whether it's good or bad. What mood are you in today? Hmm. I like that. End with a question. And what mood are you in today? What's your attitude like today? Debbie, I think um, people might like to know a little bit more about uh, how to get in touch with you or uh, maybe are interested in some of your newsletters and easings. Um, Tell us how to tell them how to find you. Sure, you can go to www.minutes, m-i-n-u-t-e-s matter, m-a-t-t-e-r dot com, and right on our homepage you can see where you can sign up for. There's updates where you can update your information or give us if you're a new person that doesn't get our correspondence or communication communication emails. You can sign up right there. You can sign up for a 60-day free trial of our product, Minutes Matter Studio. So, And we do free webinars. We do all kinds of things. And we'd love for you guys to uh, join us and get educated because we also, I'll mention my, we have a computer savvy course. And that is available on our website for uh, $47. It is all about technology. It's not about studio. It's not about minutes matter. It's just about 
organizing the internet it, that's unbelievable isn't it that I would even say such a thing organizing the internet like for instance we show you how to open up we talk a lot about Firefox open up Firefox and you go you can have your fabric vendors we show you how to do these bookmarks they're little bitty tiny icons and we there's a different and very few few people even talk about this you, you can have your fabric vendors in a little bitty group your hardware vendors in a group so as soon as you open up your browser for the internet everything's one click away and they're little pictures little tiny pictures they're, they're not even a fourth of an inch <laughs> they're tiny tiny maybe eighth of an inch so they're it's people love it it cuts down a huge amount of an anxiety when it comes to trying to find a bookmark in your on the internet when you're trying to get to places <laughs> Some so, people listening might not even know what a bookmark is. <laughs> so, yeah. well, that, that would be well, the kind of class that would be for you, as a matter yes, of fact. Yes, that would uh, definitely you know, be for you. Well, um, thank you for sharing that. Um, I, I have a little bit of a um, uh, calling you out in the end, but before I do that, I want to tell you also, um, I am Kathy Craig. I am Vice President of Member Services for Exciting Windows, and we also offer quite a few... Um, tips and tricks and helps within the industry about attitude, about business, about success, and uh, I want to tell you where you can find out a little bit more about that at excitingwindows.com slash five star, the number five and the word star, um, and that is a website that is set up specifically for um, business success within the window fashions industry. There are business building tips, that we have a blog that's on there where we, um, this podcast will probably be posted on that blog and shared with that, um, where we offer all kinds of little bits of advice from our own experience trying to give out to the world, and we also talk about our exciting Windows um, five-star business success system and, and what we do to help our business members achieve success, so you might want to check that out a little bit too. Um, so Debbie and I together, to those of you who are listening, I think she joins in with me, and we are calling you out. We're calling you out. You and your positive attitude are needed and valued in this world. Needed and valued to bring more of that same thing to the people around you, to your family, to your friends, to your business to your customers, to the world. So we're going to say stop making it about limitations and make it all about the amazing possibilities that are available to you with a positive attitude. You were meant to shine. You were meant to shine in this world. And I, I know Debbie feels the same way about it. Thank you, Debbie Green, for joining me on Business Building the Exciting Way and bringing inspiration to us to go forward knowing that our attitude is everything. Well, thank you for having me today. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. We left enough of a pause that they'll yep. know where we ended. Yep. 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 All right. What do you, what do you think? 
I think it was good. I think we we did good. We got it all covered. Eight pages. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank goodness you were organized. <laughs> I know it. I know it. There's a lot to say in it. You know, there's a. Uh, but I think we got it all across, and I think it. I think it went fine. I think you did, and I and I hope. Um, I can think of all kinds of creative ways that we can use this, and um, and I hope you'll share some of the ways that you're going to do it with me, and that I'll share some of the ways I'm going to do it with you, and it will be a good thing that we put forth into our industry as a whole. Yes, I That's do. That's the desired end I mean, result. Yes, I think it'll be good because it is a it's a good topic. I mean, it's just good for people in general. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's I gave the talk at IDS. Um, last spring at the High Point Market, mm -hmm. and you know, I thought, well, I know it's such a simple topic, but you know, just people every once in a while need to be reminded. And and when I was working on it again to talk to you guys about it, you know, it just brings it back again. You know, and we you slip just a little bit and yep. forget how important. And you just need to pick yourself up, put your shoulders back and move on. Amen. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a good rest of the day. And uh, Oh, Debbie, I, I really, I, I very, very sincerely thank you for this. Uh, I know our members um, love you. They, they love your attitude. They love your infectious enthusiasm. And I think if we're going to go around infecting people with something, then enthusiasm is a good thing. <laughs> oh, I do too. That's right. That's right. And you do. It's it's amazing how people change. I mean, just meeting someone or talking, a conversation can change you. You know, isn't that that somebody can ruin your day? You can ruin someone else's day and just so with a, a sentence. Really well, I know. I mean, even just for you and I, there was that, you know, when we first met each other face-to-face, you were at our conference. I'd, I'd certainly heard about you. I'd heard you speak. I'd seen your website. I'd, you know, I knew, I knew about you. Mm -hmm. um, but there's that moment across the room when you look at that person and you go, she's a kindred spirit. She's someone mm -hmm. like me. I, 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 I see that in her. And I have very much felt that um, you are um, a person that I enjoy being around. You inspire me, and I, I appreciate it. Well, you too, with your smiling face. I mean, you could just tell. You know, you really can tell when someone smile. If they're smiling all the time, they are that person. They really are. You rarely see this is still being recorded, but I'm going to tell you this: um, that weekend when you first met me, mm -hmm. um, I was actually going through a divorce with my husband. It was oh, and nobody knew. Just, just. <laughs> recently moved I mean just a couple of weeks before that had moved out and no nobody knew because I didn't choose to let them know mm -hmm. and um, and we went through that weekend and onward and upward we went and onward and upward I've gone with my life and and you know you get to choose everything isn't that day. funny I picked that <laughs> <laughs> when I read that I thought oh if she only knew <laughs> so I thought I ought to share it with you <laughs> that is so funny oh my gosh that is so funny but no it's really not funny but because but it shows a certain level of professionalism that you can that you you know that you can you can put some things aside, and I hate it for those. You know, I feel bad for the people that have a hard time with that because it's uh, they can be more miserable too because they've affected so many other people's lives. They leave wake. 
you know, they're just oh, mowing okay. it down. Yeah. So. Yep. That's for sure. Well, thank you, thank you. Have okay. a great rest of the afternoon. I appreciate okay. it. I'm kind of excited and curious to hear what's uh, coming down the pike with you. Oh, well, really, it's just our, I didn't want to say it on the thing, but it was just our, that marketing book we're doing, The Power of Marketing, and our betting modules, and, but that marketing book is going to be amazing, so it's going to be amazing, so. I bet. It, I, I'm, I'm we like odd and different type of marketing, but, you know, some people don't know about it yet, but then you hate to say it on that call because you don't, I don't, you know, I don't know for sure when it's coming out, and so. Right. <laughs> so. All right. Well, you have well, a good rest of the afternoon. To help you uh, promote that and go about yeah. it, and uh, you know, I do actually. Huh? How about this? I do a book club. Exciting windows. I do a book club. We read various books, and then we have conference calls where we discuss them, and maybe mm. we'll uh, choose your book as one of our okay. book club, and then you can join in on the conference call and be a special guest as we discuss what we've learned and put into practice from it. I do something fun. Okay. Not to mention the fact that I can uh, ask sixty. I get to ask sixty people to go buy your book. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Good thing. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a good rest of the day, and I will look forward to getting the recording. Okay. You'll. I'll, right. I'll get it to you as soon as I can. Yeah. Well, whenever they get done. Yeah. Okay. All right. Talk okay. to you later. Bye bye. Bye, Debbie. Bye bye.